Kim, a podcast. Kyle. <laughs> and welcome to Cape Crisis, the comic book podcast. The board's going to go dead in a second. There, the comic book podcast hosted by me, Henry mm. Gilbert. What a uh, hey, uh, I am H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter. Whew, and I'm here just with one guest, but one's guest is alls that we need for this episode. I got so much I want to talk about. We got a lot to talk about so this week, guys. So much I want to talk about this so, week. So, so much. So, so, is Christopher Chris Antis. That's right. It's it's me, everybody. Because I have gone through a very weird cycle of emotions uh, all, all week. Uh-huh. Um, I, so, yeah, this, uh, as I put it on Twitter uh, this weekend, I thought, it seems like the last two weeks has... There's been like this no, just concerted effort. There was an article on Jezebel that lumped right. it in like, and then there was ISIS too, and <laughs> yes. then Robin Williams. Yes. Fuck the summer of 2014 yeah. in the ass. It's August. all been August bad. Was Fuck bad. August. All of August. It really was. But yeah, the, the, I feel like it's, it's been. I feel like it's been this concerted effort of uh, God of entitled children to make oh, yeah, the sorry. internet awful. Yes. Like that's yes. The, Entitled uh, little boys, and but, I got and to in, which somebody replied to me like, "I think entitled little boys is pejorative." To I'm like, "Come on, buddy, like, like really, I'm an entitled little boy. I don't like this. sort of what I'm getting at." Because last week, uh, got really bummed out. Happier yeah. now. Last week we did a bit about me talking about <laughs> Spider Woman's butt. Yes, and I want to emphasize bit. We were having a little joke about, and, and we talked about doing it beforehand. And mm-hmm. you were like, "I was when we were done. I'm like, dude, I was so happy with that. You were giggling and like feeding me things, uh-huh. and like, and and then and then it wasn't even a lot, but it was just like there were a few. I got people like, what you said was wrong, and here's why. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, shit. And then like, but then there were other comments that like, I agreed with what you said, and like, thank you, thank you, and. I didn't. It was a bit like mm. it was. It was. It was. Im, it was improv. And like. And I, I like. I have a very awful. I'll admit treatment to people who are critical of me. But I. I mm-hmm. definitely think you should be critical. But like on, on the subject of sexism, at that point, is such a raw nerve. It's very. I, raw. I, it, it was kind of ill. Ill-founded of me to accept, expect people to take it as a as mm-hmm. silly and not be offended by it. And I do understand that. And I did. I, I even like wrote some comments. I wish I could take back. I made sure not to delete them because mm-hmm. um, like I'm getting more criticism than ever about things I say from people I love and trust. And like, do you not know I'm just trying to be silly? I <laughs> will just having fun. I, I will, I will occasionally I adopt an Eric Cartman point of view just to like if I can get a good dick joke out of it. <laughs> um, because I don't mm-hmm. care about that. But. Uh, well, it's not fun. It's it's not funny to just state this is how I feel. Exactly, like, it's yeah. not funny, and it's not it's not about discourse. And like I, this is real Christopher here. I genuinely think making you think about something, even if it's something you can view as offensive, mm-hmm. through through a comedy bit. I mean, that's how I learned how I feel about the world. That is how I learned, mm-hmm. and, and that it wasn't somebody's like it wasn't a seminar, and it wasn't a bunch of bullet points. It was more like it say was... pit pat on Mister Show would be like, oh yeah, the, the uh, corporations are horrible. Like, when I, it reminds me of that click hole thing of like <laughs> this video. This, this video is funny, but has an interesting point, and it's an alligator with tuba music with a rotating symbol that says racism is bad. Like nobody <laughs> learns like that. Uh, you wouldn't. You wouldn't take anything back for it. it I, I did want mm-hmm. to apologize for the bit last week because it was not meant to be offensive. And, I, and mm-hmm. I, one of the other things I, I, I comment that because I think I value comedy 
more than I value feminism. No. Uh, look at, <laughs> that look was at a comedic statement, look at guys. Uh, we need a sound effect just to be like, comedic statement. Hold on. I can, uh, I can get it ready. Um, I value comedy more than I value... Oh, i got to pick that out. More than I value feminism. There we go. Would that punctuate when we're kidding? It does... You, and you're free to you're free to complain. I want to keep make sure that's out there. But I did. I saw. I come from an area. Comedy is the most important thing. And you brought up an interesting thing that you read an article: waving fingers at ghouls. I don't mm-hmm. like the perception that everyone on the internet is an awful person. I've met very few awful people. I grew up in the South, which is filled with racism from people. Mm-hmm. This guy says the N word off the chain, <laughs> but it turns out he's a completely rational human being with more black friends than me. Mm-hmm. He's not so he so what he's saying makes him look racist. He technically is less racist than my than I get than you know I get that. Obama. Yes. And like I've seen a lot of that. I have infinite faith in people. But this weekend I saw the ghouls. You I don't Blazer Time is the lovely corner of the internet where we all just kind of get along and joke around. Mm-hmm. And um I saw the ghouls this weekend. I saw them and it scared me and it all culminated in that awful celebrity screenshot leak. Yeah. Um and Oof. I just I get it. I apologize. I realize there's a raw nerve out there. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not on an opposing side to this issue. Yeah. Well, I just want to make a joke about it, and I attempted to rectify that on this week's video game apocalypse, and once again failed miserably. <laughs> so what you need to take away from this is, I believe very much in comedy. Mm-hmm. I'm just bad at it. Well, so yeah, I I do think fem uh, feminism is more on the radar lately because like it is just. It is a very heightened time. Like it's just been like this snowball effect of just like one giant thing happens, then another giant thing happens, and so then even something that like the Spider Woman thing, I think would have been like a low level thing of people just going like, yeah, that's not a great cover. But it was where I was coming from a place like I can't believe we're talking so much about Spider Man's Spider Woman's ass. That's hilarious. Like I don't ever want anybody to forget about the absurdity. It that is we're a, talking about the yeah. butt of a fictional character. Yes. Yeah. I understand the point behind it, mm-hmm. but it is absurd, and we'll laugh about it in two years. Well, I feel like it isn't even the most sexist cover of, like, 2014. It is not. So someone even challenged me on that, because I was making a joke. Black Canary is worse. She's never looked like a prostitute. I'm like, I understand. Feminism is a raw nerve, but you can't use Black Canary. Uh, Black Canary is not your best example. No. To go with. Dead. I have I but also I did see a funny response. I saw two funny responses. Mm-hmm. Maybe you saw them too. Mm-hmm. One of them was somebody used like renderware or whatever to pose a body, it, like yeah, a digital body, in that pose of like it would be impossible to get into that pose. It would, but like and that, I, though it is the angle of the shot. But then secondly, mm-hmm. the oatmeal did a great comic oh, yeah. uh, uh, called like drawing Spider Man like he would drew like they drew Spider Woman, yeah. which is. He is his art. It's his body is arched in the up, like his stomach is facing up, and like you can see the outline of the top of his dick and balls. Yeah, <laughs> and, I, but again, I have a picture of that. It has been mm-hmm. depicted before. Well, and, I also felt that way. And, of then, like, and then when it comes to like impossible contortions, I do kind of like. I don't care unless it's it, there is that one where like the artist wants to squeeze squeeze both boobs and butt on camera, mm-hmm. like. That's an impossible. It's being pose. selfish. It's just have <laughs> one or the other. That, like, yeah, yeah. You can, there's plenty of time. You are you are that obsessed with objectification of like I gotta objectify both at once. I'm reading. I was I, to to ver- barely bleed over to the what you've been reading. Like, I started picked up uh, mm-hmm. Wade's Daredevil run pre his uh, pre his pre San Francisco. To San Francisco, mm-hmm. and I do love that like Daredevil's poses even more so than Spider Man are sometimes ridiculous and hilarious. And in our, if you rendered them the same way they did the Spider-One pose, they would look really, really dumb. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I see what you mean. I, you know, none are coming to mind right now. That I, I took a bunch of pictures oh, yeah. and I can't figure out how to tweet them correctly because it, it, I don't know. Just Daredevil does some really weird things when he leaves buildings, mm. and a lot of them look like failed Olympic dives. But then he also isn't ho- holding anything. I don't know. It just mm. looks really weird. No, I yeah. Uh... Yeah, it's just their bodies in poses. Like, so they got to get they got to get the poses somewhere. If there was I, a real th- point to take away. And like, sometimes that's a good thing because mm-hmm. we have Spider Man's poses. And like, when I was a little kid, and I'd, I'd like fly off rope swings, I would do my best to imitate them. Yeah, like, though it is air. hard. You got to like it's stick really out hard. one leg, bend the other, and then put your feet down again. Yeah, have you ever tried to like bend your bend your legs and bring your heels to your taint so with your feet touching mm. it's so much more difficult than it sounds even when you have 20 feet to fall in the water <laughs> it's really hard yeah it's uh, it's much easier to do just a superman pose of just oh, like yeah. two fists out and just boom I'm flying which is why I'm I think like... I, I kind of hate seeing people fly like that most people don't anymore I think that's why Iron Man's so refreshing is he has his hands down at his waist I always love that uh, the powdered toast man flew backwards because <laughs> like, it was like well what like what makes sense like how what is even the physics of flying like why couldn't somebody just fly the wrong way it doesn't matter I, I don't have I don't have a good powder toastman impression but I do have an impression from his I think one or only episode maybe one of two he had one full where he episode, saved the pope yep I'm saved Frank Zappa Frank yes. Zappa's only line and the or the second line in that episode mm. I'm saved it's a terrible read. I love it. But Frank yeah. Zappa was Frank in an episode of Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. It's beautiful. Well, and then they burn the Bill of Rights at the end of that episode. <laughs> yes, it's Which a Which they somehow snuck into the thing. Like, yeah, yeah. that... Yeah, the the celebrity thing, that's gross. And, like, the Spider-Woman. Oh, and, you know, the, the one of the... Like, it was the little things, too, that made me feel bad about the recent stuff. Which mm-hmm. was, like... So, look. This, mm-hmm. is, this is the start of a pro wrestling story, but it has a point. That's, <laughs> Go for it. All right, guys. So... The, I wish I was at PAX Prime this weekend, partially I, because... Somebody I bought something from today, how was your weekend? And I'm like, well, my girlfriend's out of town, and everybody, almost everyone I've ever known is in Seattle at this thing I forgot to go to. Uh, uh, I, I should have gone. I should yeah. have gone. It's just like, normally, especially the last couple of years, like, I just don't have to think about you just the booking of the some, tickets. Somebody handed you a pass. Yeah. Like, there you go. And, uh, well, that's the thing. I could I could have gone. The pass yeah. was there. Like, right. I can get a pass to PAX. Easy. I can walk up to the door yeah. Um, yeah. at this point. But um, I didn't book my flight. And mm-hmm. I didn't have any place to stay. And then, and then somebody called me on Tuesday. Like, come stay at Trent's place. And I'm like, I should do that. And then I went to bed without booking the ticket. And then I, <laughs> I, I, I literally looked up a ticket on Wednesday. I'm like, I, I don't technically have a job but well, the last minute the, a ticket even yeah. to seattle which is like a very short flight from san francisco yeah. with on that l- l- late notice yeah. not cheap yeah but Sorry, buddy. Uh, but okay so pax prime happened mm-hmm. i wish i was there and one of the main reasons was because they did this thing called the pax rumble which mm-hmm. is they play the royal rumble in a video game in mm-hmm. wrestlemania 2000 one of my favorite pro mm-hmm. wrestling games ever they play it live, and it's all these video game professionals on there. And I'm like, I could totally, I know these people. I could be in this thing. I, I really wanted to be part of it because mm-hmm. it looks so much fun that it had like these indie developers, these big time PR people, publishers, and Games Press all colluding in the same event. <laughs> like, 
Not, I, I said colluding to joke that like uh, the, the joke that clearly this was the press being destroyed by their friendship. Well, getting these. together to s- decide how to run the media. But yeah, no, they were getting together to just be like, hey, we all love the stupid theatricality of mm-hmm. wrestling and playing a wrestling video game together and being silly in a, in stupid ways. Like it's just fun. Let's all just have fun. And Dan had mentioned he was going to get film promos at SummerSlam. And he did. They were awesome. Like, wow. and I, that, I, didn't, I never saw anything from this. It was great. It was great to watch live. And it was, and there were men and women, all these people like, who definitely were like the, like, like a transgender feminist independent dev yeah. was on the group. And she was in the final four because she's just fucking awesome at pro wrestling. Like it was so, just, so that part was real. Yeah. But no, they were <laughs> it was not well, predetermined. It was and it wasn't. Storyline moments happened. It was just a lot of fun. And so the point of it is that it just seemed like all this fun that people could just forget about all these agendas. But then up on the prompter, they're naming all the people who are competing in it. And one of them, and then it comes up like the next person, because they're naming every person who's in it in a row, alphabetically. Like, next person, Zoe Quinn will not be here. And her place will be. And I was just like, I don't know why she wasn't there, because mm-hmm. she was attending PAX, mm-hmm. but... I don't know why she wasn't at it, and I was like, man, if if the stuff that happened with her, mm-hmm. like, it was the first time I'd ever felt like, if the stuff that happened with her is why she wasn't competing, then mm-hmm. that is, like, a horrible loss. Like, yeah. it was just, just this one, this one little, this one very small, singular example of her life being made worse mm-hmm. by the, all the shit that was going on to her. I was like, that's not fair. It's like, not fair that's at all. wrong. It's like, awful. she, she should be having fun with everybody else, and if she's not yeah, that's doing like the it, the first time her name has been brought up before we record video game apocalypse, video game apocalypse, we talk about all this shit, so we don't talk about it on the air. Mm-hmm. Um, Just seeing her name, I had to say the name of the person for. No, like, no. I'm not against. I, I don't want to get into the entire giant load of horseshit that yeah. is that situation. And I be that and by the and I say that from I am on Quinn's side if I have to pick a side. Mm-hmm. But what I am saying is just that like it felt really bad that yeah. like she she was invited to this fun thing. They clearly planned for her to be there and that she wasn't and if it had anything to do with the shit that's going on yeah. with her, like that's cra- like that's garbage. Like and that is probably like I bet that isn't even in the top ten worst things that's that's been caused to her because of this thing. But it's just a little a little moment that makes you go like, "This sucks." Yeah, like, like this all I, sucks. The only th- the thing I do want to stand by, and we it was applied to hackers. Like, if your idea of fun and you do some of you need to recognize the things that you are doing to her are done you out of anger, not necessarily anti woman, because this is your weird idea of fun. Like it, it is. Well, you like, like have well. It's some big, of them really just lack empathy. Like big, it's not that they hate women. It's just like I feel nothing for nobody. Right? Yeah, it's but. a big mob of people who managed to find fault in one thing and want to go attack somebody. If your idea of fun is is making sure even an individual has less fun, you're a fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. You're a horrible person. And that, that I didn't. Feminism didn't even enter into it. You're just a bad person. And they, but I don't know why. I, I, the reason why we don't say this is because like. That shit doesn't come on laser time. Like I don't mm-hmm. see that shit. Like no one expresses. There's nobody yeah. expressing desires like that. And, and like, and a bunch of people lately have been like yelling at me for things I say because most of it around feminism. It's really weird for me because normally, normally I seem to get a pass. Uh, but it's. I think. I think that's how sensitive the issue is right now. Yeah, and I and I want to be sensitive to that stuff. I don't want people to have less fun. Exactly, like and this. I don't either. So yeah. that I would. That was a sincere. For real Christopher apology at the beginning. And uh yes, definitely on Quinn's side. 
Fuck anybody who says anything different. Fuck anybody who says any. I, you know, I, I don't even want to talk about because no. it's just so. Talk about the celebrity pictures because yeah. it, it's something. Well, the celebrity pictures are gross. Applicable too. to it. Yeah. it, it did result in the funny, like making me laugh the most. Oh, yeah. I laughed today because the New York Times or the some New York publication did a comic of it, and it was Rocket Raccoon and Groot looking at a. Oh, leaked, that was pretty funny. A leaked picture of uh, Groot naked with his, his butt censored, and then one person, of course, is like. That is not cool, but it is kind of funny. It is and funny. It, like, it is kind of funny, and like, yeah. and then I, I was like, "How do I respond to this?" And I was already laughing. From mm. I tweeted it with, "It is my duty to please that Grudy." That was pretty funny too. And he's like, "That's not nice. It is funny." And like, how do I respond and not be an asshole? Yeah. And I just said, "I just said, I bet a woodpecker lives in there." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now I know that. Like, that like, is. I mean, that is the. That is the point of comedy. Like that is not. It's not. It the is because that, like, that is that is comedic. Mm-hmm. And like when you saw that, you laughed a little bit. Mm-hmm. But would you want to see that happen? A Groot? No. No. But it, but it also you are like that. That joke could have been done with real people, yeah. and then it would have been mean. Like you would have been doing that with a real like any of the named celebrities yeah. in that thing. Like you could have done that cartoon all the same. And, and, but to then pull out a fictional person. Mm-hmm. Who is a giant tree man? Like the absurdity is funny. And, and, and like, on that note, that like that's that is maybe I'm wrong on this. That is who I think I am when I get on this mic. Mm-hmm. I, I can I can be whoever the, I can as long as I'm being silly. I can sort of be whoever I want to be. I just like I got really scared when I saw the ghoulish nature of this <laughs> anti-feminism horseshit. Like I don't want in any manner to be confused with any of these people because I had not seen them before I'm dealing uh-huh. with too many nice laser time people on a regular basis thank you to uh, Tim and uh, Darren by the way because they've been passing me along their Marvel codes oh, um, that's very nice of them I don't want to sound pathetic but like uh, I am man I I've been I, I buy I bought uh, image stuff I bought Rat Queens today oh, that's um, just because it's fucking cheap yeah, yeah. You gotta, it's really cheap. It totally justifies the price. A giant volume collection for under ten dollars. It's amazing. Yeah, it is a really good price. And I have Marvel Unlimited, and people occasionally give me their codes. Mm-hmm. There is no DC in my life right now. None. And yeah. I'm, and I feel terrible about that. Nah, I'm cool with that. But I'm not, I'm not cool with it. But no, if you want I, to, I'm, jo- I'm joking. I'm playing a character now of the guy who hates DC. You're comics. free to. You're free. And I don't want to sound pathetic, but you're free to gift me a collection of Comixology because I am a not going to do the research to figure out what I'm going to read, and b I'm not going to pay a, the kind of money. But if you give it to, you, but if he gives it, if you get it for free, you will read it. Well, yeah. Oh no, that's I want. I need. I want to be more varied with what I'm reading, mm-hmm. and it's just kind of hard when you're unemployed. That said, super depressed this weekend. I thought I made. I made these. Laser time people, a lot of whom have been listening to us for a long time. I've met in person and are, are great people. I've made some of them mad. It, it hurt me. Mm-hmm. Um, the stuff going on the internet hurt me. And then I put up an episode of Laser Time this week. Like, people loved it. Mm-hmm. It went really well. Uh, there is something we cut out of there. You, mm. I had to consult you on. Uh, yeah, I think you may have made the right call. Maybe well, it'll, the thing it is, I want to play on the I cutting wanna, room floor. I want to play. I saved it. I want to play yeah. it next week because we recorded that episode before Robin Williams' death, and he was very much in that episode. Though, uh, uh, but it don't start a, it. Yeah, though you didn't like. You're making now when you say mm-hmm. when you don't give specifics, and people imagine the absolute worst possible thing you oh, could well, have well. said, and it wasn't that. Oh, bad. Oh yeah, yeah, not at like, all. It's just like it either a re- like would take you out of the show and say like they recorded this before he was dead, or like that's a very insensitive way to treat someone. Why are you someone. being so mean to this person? Yeah, who, who died? We just, we just tragically lost, and and, and see, um, 
I thought one of the most beautiful things we've done this year is the um, Robin Williams tribute episode. That I was didn't a great want to episode. trivialize yeah, that. Yeah. It was that was I. I don't always get to do heartfelt things, uh, mm-hmm. and that was one of them. Though that yeah, that celebrity songs one is a great episode. I listen to that one like it is. It is I the song ones I think might be yeah the best episodes it's, of Laser. They're the best like, for the audio format. They really like. I think the Simpsons sing the blues one mm-hmm. and and uh, you know what, shame you, songs like you know those what we are the don't worst. Do them more, mm-hmm. um, they're either the hardest per- thing to research. Or yeah. and this is bothers me even more because I don't mind doing a lot of research. They're the easiest thing to research, and the reason why we didn't do celebrity songs for a long time, celebrity singing songs and covering songs, mm. is because that's been very well covered in a lot of articles. Yeah, it's and, easy to make fun of. Like, yeah, and, and I don't want to reiterate something Crack did. Um, mm. I yeah, I I don't think I don't I would never call Cracks guilty of ripping us off, but I love it when you. Get back to me and say that, say something similar. I do. I, I do. I, yeah. I don't believe that's happening. I honestly don't. Yeah. But so super depressed this weekend. I'm all alone. Like I am literally like one of those. Can my balls get any stinkier? Kind of kind Ugh, of things. Those are bad times. I'm all out of laundry. I'm still out of laundry. The, the jeans that I'm wearing, these ripped black those are jeans, beat up jeans. They are. Uh, they are. Um, wardrobe from something I did at Future back in the day. Wow. Uh, that's how low on laundry, and I still don't really care that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but super depressed, bummed around, watched the whole BoJack Horseman, uh, which is good. It's I really good. check that out. It's, it's super good. It's not, it's not what you think it is. It bills itself as this like crazy-in-your-face adult swim show, and it completely isn't. Uh, so I just decided to ride my bike around today. Not, I did not put anything up on Laser Time for the first time in weeks. Um, and did errands and one of the things was related to this show and you Henry he said mm-hmm. saying as he checked his phone I want to make I'm just checking news I um, I went down to the Castro like I want to do I just like like I all these little it was a beautiful day because all these things I'm unemployed and I, my life is so much better than yours I feel right now I'm gonna go down to the Castro what are you gonna do I'm going to eat eggs at Orphan Andy's, and I'm going to pick up a Castro program so I can pin it to my refrigerator because I have that kind of free time. They 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 hadn't had the printed out yet. Okay, Even Henry just. I was looking look at, at the fridge, like, oh, is it over there? Because we are in the kitchen studios, as mm-hmm. Reparez calls it. Um, I got my hair cut, had a nice meal. It was a beautiful day. Have you seen the Castro yet? Mm-hmm. No. They, uh, they, I mean, I haven't been there in a while. Can we bring that up on the show? Sure. Because you're totally out now? Yes, yeah. You used to say, I don't want to go to the Castro. I don't want to feel like I'm... Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, this is... Yes. Yeah, that... Uh, let me say, yeah, that I... Sometimes I, I wouldn't want to go to the Castro because I felt like I wasn't gay enough or that mm-hmm. I wasn't... I felt, like, guilty that I wasn't being out enough. Mm-hmm. And so it was, like, just this... That has to be lessened now. Me- it, it, I think it is, yeah. But it was, like, a stupid mental thing. Like, this is what the closet can do to people. Mm-hmm. Like, it is what it does. Like, yeah. And I went there and, like, can Henry come down here with me? Because I, I forgot how much I loved it. I lived there for, like, a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I love that area. And, they and again, here's my super hippie radical horseshit again. I love what they just did. They not only... Um, they cut out two lanes of road on the main Castro Street. Wow! They widened the sidewalk so wide, and in the in the so middle on the street, the cat the theater's on. Yeah, wow. yeah. So like the the sidewalk is like is over twice as long, and every couple of feet are gold plaques featuring um, 
important people to the gay community. So wow. important that some of them are people I've never heard of. <laughs> like uh, like people who have the first doctor to, all right, this AIDS is a thing, and I'm going to tackle it and treat nothing but that. And I'm going to look. So like shit like that. Wow. And Oscar Wilde and like like huge plaques in the street. Wow. And like people are, and like the tourists are taking photos. And I'm like, this is fucking beautiful. Love the Castro so much. And I, since I was in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. I was I went there specifically to get something for you. Oh, um, that now we're getting back into the comic stuff. Uh, in yeah, the, in that twenty-four bar, minutes in, in that bar neighborhood, I mentioned uh, Daredevil, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Spider Woman's butt. Uh, I wanted to pick you up a comic, and I couldn't, um, but I, I wanted to show you the background on my phone. Oh, that's great. Because that's uh, from the issue. Really? Yeah. That's from... Oh, uh, so what awesome. are you seeing here, Henry? That's Bob's Burgers. Yeah, Bob's Burgers. The first issue of Bob's oh, they, Burgers yeah, came Boom out. Oh, yeah, Boom is publishing a Bob's Burgers I think it's comic. Dynamite. Or, no, you're right, Dynamite. I think it's Dynamite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went to whatever to pick it up. Mm-hmm. And I was going to... What I'm doing... I, instead, on the show, I just showed you my phone, which was horrible. What I was going to do was hand you a bagged and boarded Bob's Burgers issue oh. that I've already read. Um <laughs> Just oh like, wow! I got to double up on nice yeah. things, uh, <laughs> and uh, I went to whatever and like, don't got it. Well, went and got my her did, and went over to Mission Comics. And in Mission, the, I, the guy at Mission Comics now, he, I like, he, you know, he, we talk no, a little more, and uh, he's like, that sold out immediately. And there is, I've ordered a second printing, and I, I honestly can't cannot, cannot tell you when it'll be here. Wow! I love Bob's Burger so much, and I was like, I'm disappointed. Mm-hmm. But I'm immensely happy that the Bob's Burgers comic I has no, done so well. I would have never guessed. Like, it's, I, but it's really cool. Yeah, and it it reminded me that I don't read enough non superhero genre y mm-hmm. uh, comics. Well, I do like that uh, Dynamite and Boom and some other ones are getting more into like licensed comics. Licensed comics used to be a bad word. They yeah, were just like they were trash, and they and there are still a lot of trash that, ones. The but... shit Boom did with Darkwing Duck. And yeah. Chippendale's Rescue Rangers was so fucking commendable, and then like mm-hmm. immediately, Disney buys Marvel. Yeah, and, and those lines and disappeared so and have yes, not uh, been resurrected in any form. Well, they're not gonna be like mm-hmm. that's the same. Like there were really good Muppet comics, mm-hmm. and then they ended because the Muppets got bought by or I Marvel. The, Mar- I the Marvel Muppet comics were really good. That was just Marvel publishing the last of the Muppet comics that had oh. already been commissioned. There haven't, as to my knowledge, there have not been more that sucks. since then. I think there should be some kind of Disney imprint there. But yeah, there should be, and I bet they're making plans for it. It's just yeah. the same with like Star Wars. Like they, yeah. the Star Wars, they clearly they're the demand is much quicker they're like yeah. we need to we need to start ma- we just got Disney just bought Star Wars mm-hmm. playing Star Wars comics right goddamn now mm-hmm. and then they the as soon as their Dark Horse uh, deal runs out boom Star Wars comics time in Marvel mm-hmm. and 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 to Marvel's credit they are putting their top top creators on it really like, yeah, Jason Aaron and John Cassidy. I didn't know that. Jason Aaron and John Cassidy. You like John I said Cassidy. Jason Aaron might be my favorite writer in that whole stable. And John Cassidy is like, he is the best artist right wow. now. Like, in that they are doing just Star Wars. Wow. Like, they're doing a book called The First Six Issues of Star Wars, which takes place in between episodes four and five. Wow. And same with... And Mark Wade is with uh, Mark Wade with Terry Dodson is doing oh. a Princess Leia book. Wow! Because I, I, I yeah. what I did read this week was I, I went back and I loved Wade's first the first volume of Wade's Daredevil. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic, and I I had forgot I'd read issue seven and I reread it because I think it came out around last Christmas, mm-hmm. maybe even two Christmases ago. I don't know. Uh, that's one of my, the best issues of anything ever. 
What, the Christmas issue where he takes the kids yeah. on a trip? Oh, yeah, that is a great It's really good. Issue. A bunch of blind yeah. kids crashes in the snow. Costume is completely revealed, but none of the blind kids can see it. So he's mm-hmm. just he is com- he's in full-on Matt Murdock mode in the Daredevil costume. It's really good. Yeah, it is. I think that won an award or something. Did it? It, it deserved should. to. Like, yeah, it is. Ah, man. Yeah, those are great. These comics are, are fun. Yeah, and the, those those Boom, the Boom and Dynamite mm-hmm. books, I think what helps them with like the cases of adventure time mm-hmm. and bob's burgers and all this stuff that like they feel like they were tv sh- the tv shows feel like they could have been indie comics that yeah. then got made into tv shows so then when you make them with an indie sensibility like adventure time gets there there was a moment there with bob screaming at his kids who were like this this has been remarkably translated into <laughs> yeah. and like it's it's all a bunch of like a, a it's an anthology Mm-hmm. of different kind of things and one of them I think leading every, maybe every issue will be Tina's erotic friend fiction uh, that is <laughs> uh, very much I involved in the so much. we didn't it's... say that Bob's Burgers somebody had said it somewhere else but like Bob's Burgers right now is kind of as important as The Simpsons was in its first season mm. it, it it's just not as it's not a phenomenon it's not a phenomenon but they're doing such good work it's like, a different it... you have not seen this kind of comedy on the air before even if well, you've seen home movies well but and, I mean it is definitely it it is like the uh, the final transmutation of of uh, that guy's stuff, Lauren Bouchard's Bouchard. stuff. That like he, and who Tom really Snyder. all he does is he record. Like he was trained. He came up through Doctor Cats, Tom he, Schneider, and then he with Tom Schneider. And then he started home movies, mm-hmm. and then he did Lucy, Daughter of the Devil, and all of them are like conceptually they're the same thing. Of like mm-hmm. you get funny people who will just. And you give them a roadmap, yeah, and then they are hilarious, especially if John Benjamin is there. Like mm. John Benjamin is, is like a he's, part of all of them. He's the center mm-hmm. to all the spokes around him. He is mm-hmm. the center of the wheel that turns. He's it their off. Mel Blank, yeah, or mm-hmm. he's when he has one voice, like mm-hmm. he is. He's the Mel <laughs> yeah, except that he doesn't do it. But when he does, it's awesome. Is Jason mm-hmm. on home movies? Yeah, Brendan, uh, or the or the excited guy in the speedos, like woo. <laughs> Burger Bob, woo! Love Bob's Burgers, and it was a, a really cool issue. Made me want to read more. I don't read enough comedy uh, right it is now. Fun. Yeah, yeah. I really want to. Ah. Uh, also, we've been reading Velvet. It is fucking fantastic. Yeah, so good. It is everything about it is gorgeous. Like the, the right, the writing, the fucking art, man. I just haven't seen something set in the seventies. Look that fucking cool. Mm-hmm. So or specifically, the, the yeah, so wherever it is, it's very much its period. Yeah, like, it embraces its period. And all this spy thriller yeah. stuff. And also just like... Um, and the main character is like a mm-hmm. woman in her 40s who's like, yeah. I've seen it all. And I'm in really great shape and I'm a mega badass at everything. Yes. Not, and, it, yeah. I, like I just got to the big reveal, mm-hmm. kind of, because I bought it a while ago. But I, I, I have no problem like buying image $10. It's usually sometimes even less than that for introductory image That's volume. That's how they get Man, you. It's fucking That's how they great. get you. It's so smart. Cool. It is smart. Uh, and that, and then I just first like I hadn't read any Amazing Spider-Man um, post Superior. Really, I read the first five. two issues. No, I've only read the first. Th- I reread um, up to like four. Okay, and, and then that's the original Sin, Sin book, which I'd like yes. to already catch up with. I'd like to catch up with a little more. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then, Tim, no pressure, buddy. <laughs> use that code, man. Use the code. Yeah. Oh, and I tied. I wasn't able to do it before. I tied my Comixology account to the Marvel account where you redeem those codes. Oh, okay. The Marvel app um, 
is worse than a million 9-11s. Sorry, I'm stealing that line. Uh, but I, I saw that line from Dana Gould. That line was also on BoJack Horseman, just saying. Um, it's, so you're saying they stole it? No, it's, it's a fun thing to say. It really is. Yeah. Um, please don't send me any messages. Anyway, uh, the Marvel app is disgusting and awful. It has an update in the iOS store, and I click it, and it's like, this update is expired. What the fuck does that mean? That the whole app spy. is shitty, and the up. And there's, <laughs> I can't get rid of it. It doesn't disappear, uh, and so it doesn't work. And I wow. tied it in my Comicsology account, so that I think that part of the reason I wasn't so keen. On, have you read comics in the Marvel app? No, I actually I'm de- going to download the Marvel app now. I have. It's, I don't even have it. You need so. to see the mistakes they make with their guided view. And uh, did you say you don't use guided view on digital comics? Eh, I do on my phone because it's really the yeah, only yeah. way to do it. Well, if you do it with the Marvel app, you will see, dude. That's you cut out half the text box. <laughs> this <laughs> is awful. Like, wow. like there, like there needs. I mean, that's where Comicsology has its its its. It does uh, it all the time. It does it so like where I'm spinning like I'm using two fingers. Like fuck, just let me see this. Mm-hmm. I, and, and, and they'll cut out vital information and panels in the Marvel app. Yeah, never on Comicsology. I never even knew you could have a problem with guided view until I downloaded the Marvel app. Um, it's awful, and I, I'll never ever use it again. Mm-hmm. And I'm so happy I tied them together. Uh, as what I've read mm-hmm. lately. Uh, you know, not a ton. I did read some more of uh, Rick Remender's uh, Marvel Now Captain America. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Like, uh, I still don't. I think he writes he writes his Cap different than Brubaker, mm-hmm. which you like. He should put his own stamp on it. Sure. His Cap is a little more uh, hardline mm-hmm. than uh, like I felt. Cap, uh, Brubaker's Cap was a little more like I'm an understanding guy. I mean, I will punch your lights out if I have to, <laughs> but. Let me listen to what you have to say. Like, <laughs> well, meanwhile, this cap is like, I don't got time to talk. Slam, boom. Like, and, and that's important. Was there something that that hardened him? Uh, not well. Yes, but this was actually the scene that really got to me, where I was just like, Brubaker's cap wouldn't say this. Mm-hmm. Was when he was fighting some like eco terrorist on on a, on a plane that was he was trying to crash his his vessel into New York, mm-hmm. and that. Cap like was beating him up, and then in his, in in the dialogue, in the internal dialogue, was referring to him as a as a hippie. And I was like, I just feel like Cap wouldn't say that. Like if Cap, why why Cap would think hippie is a derogatory term, especially when like technically he woke up ten years ago. Like he <laughs> he didn't experience hippies ever. So what does he care? They're on like, they're on the list. Uh, it just it felt weird that he would like be like, ah, look at this hippie. Like that was just mm. a strange pick. It's it's a little it's a it's it's a small complaint in in otherwise in an otherwise good book. Is it okay? Yeah, it's a good book. And then I also I don't know why I was so I was a little bored with the Avengers. Oh no no no! The, uh, oh, Uncanny Avengers. No, the new. Well, yes, that and and the. No no no! The other dude's Avengers, mm-hmm. John H- John the Hickman's Avengers, mm-hmm. boring. It's boring, man. I, I'm just gonna say it. Like it's just it's so huge. Like with so many characters in it, but, like. It's so it's like, so big, and the, but then nothing happens. Yeah, like, and I, I don't know. I got a little bored with it, and I, I fucking hated that because that was, was very... exactly why I stopped reading his, his Fantastic Four as well. Like people talked up his Fantastic Four, and I it did. starts off well. But I was because I read I did like the new new Fantastic Four in the Marvel Now universe, um, uh-huh. and the the first volume just hit shelves. Oh yeah, yeah. I uh, by James Robinson, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah uh, man, I. Uh, 
No. no. Yeah, I, I I will check that out. I I've been a fan of Robinson's. Uh, I read his stuff on Fantastic, uh, not Fantastic Four. Sorry, mm. I've been reading him since Starman in the mid nineties. Like, and that he he had a big deal where like he had like one of the first like gay characters in the mainstream mm. uh, uh, super book like. So it had to be this whole like coded thing, and it, it couldn't kiss on screen and all the wow. on, on panel. Like that was something that uh, you know we're going to take a break in a second. But sure. uh, I didn't read all that much else this week. But one thing I watched was like in the past week, I, I watched a clip of I was watching some clips of Robin Williams just because mm-hmm. I felt like it. And mm-hmm. when I pulled up the Birdcage, I pulled up Birdcage. I watched the whole thing; it's fucking great. Yeah, it is great. You want to see the Castro? But there was part. What was interesting to me was just like. There were moments in it where I thought, like, this, they wouldn't make this movie now. Like, or not that, like, it, he they he says some things in it that when just taken out of context is a quote of, like, yeah. this is a harsh quote. Like, mm-hmm. but, but also that the argument at the end of the movie is just, like, no, these two people have the right to exist. Mm-hmm. Like, they just say to Gene Hackman, like, no, these are two men who want to be together and they fathered a kid and they want to exist. And mm-hmm. then Gene Hackman's like, wait, What? What they a right to exist? What? <laughs> like, and that feels just so old now. It uh, feels it was it was more to me watching it. I couldn't get a good tweet out of it. Mm-hmm. Did you? You didn't watch the whole movie? I wa- No, I just watched a few clips. Like, this is I've this seen is it a long time. Relevant. Ago. I saw it in '94. The, the biggest like, assholes in the movie. Mm-hmm. The kids. Yeah, that they are they're insisting awful. on that. They're, like, they're like, forcing like Nathan. Like Nathan Lane is in a funny broad. Uh, campy kind of way in fucking tears and like yeah and, and like I'm looking at it now and I'm like what? how could you ask a person selfish. to do this like he is being so selfish to be like dad you don't understand Calista Flockhart we have to do that Calista Flockhart as a young yeah Calista they're Flockhart. both yeah they're both just like look just hide who you are can you yeah. just do that I mean it's just inconvenient it for never, us that never like, happens especially with a movie of that taste the 20 year olds are awful yeah. they are the worst the, the college trained uh, liberals are the worst people yeah. in, in the birdcage because they're just like well her, their parents could not accept it Gene like, Hackman could. and Diane Weiss have like an immediate redemption and the whole movie the kids are just terrible well and then also the Too like gay, get it out out of the house get it out of the house Dad. <laughs> there's just there's another line that like in its harshness but it was it still feels true to a degree mm-hmm. but when he says it that like they're talking to each other like uh, you can be butch or manly and make him think you're straight and it's like mm-hmm. well what about you you're a slob you do this you do this he's like they don't care if you're a pig they care if you're a fag <laughs> yeah. i was like damn like is that does that word still well just the way he said it of just like he wasn't say like he was saying it of like the way the hate the the hate mongers would have said it to oh, him I like, so. I'd like I it's just, just like the way he said it angry exchange it was because like, he had a look of pain on his face yeah don't care if you're straight just care if you're a fag I don't know he it said was... it kind well no he said it kind of angrily though too of just mm-hmm. like. But he was angry at the situation, not like... Great. I was going to play Don Gun Romp at the night. Now I want to watch another Robin Williams. But I also felt, yeah, and I felt it was it was this weird thing of, like, guilting somebody for being the more effeminate gay person. Mm-hmm. And just, like, like the, the, which I think is still kind of an issue with, with gay people, too. Of Just, mm-hmm. like, hey, like, people who insist, like, well, I'm gay, but I'm not, you know... I don't act like a woman. And I'm just like, well, what? then you're making effeminate gay people, like, feel bad. I like, got it. I was at... If you... I went to the gay cafe in the Castro Orphan Andy's. It's just a fucking greasy spoon with like a parody of Orphan Annie. Hey, it's yeah, I love related. that place. I love uh, that place. Yeah, it's 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 open super late. I love going there and like have my headphones in and like, yeah, start me out with the water. And he's like, oh, if there's anything else you'd like, honey. And like, it's like, 
honey, I was so happy. Like, like I was oh. so happy. It's like I was just ready to have like a not like no eye contact and just order food. Mm. And like the guy like made my day with a couple like super like high like I for- mm. forgot like hyper gay mannerisms. Well, like, that, sweetie, now that's a, are that you is, doing okay? Like I am. Thank you for asking. Yeah, from from my perspective, like sometimes I I I think of it as like that. It's actually harder, or like it takes a it it takes a certain bravery to be that too. That like because as I was growing up, like being afraid of being gay, mm-hmm. like to act that to act in the stereotypical gay manner, even if it is what you feel at the time is mm-hmm. just how you wanted to act. You know that people are gonna like they will be on you way worse. Yeah. Like you want to be secretly gay, and if the more people are good at picking up that like you're gay. Then they're going to make fun of you, so you have to be straight acting, and you like you push down any of these feelings that you want to like act effeminate in some way, mm-hmm. and so then and that can lead to like some internalized like self hatred that then like gay gay people can then like throw back at the more effeminate people who are just like you act like how I didn't want to act when I was younger, and I'm mad at you That's or right. like it's, I didn't, it's an unfortunate thing. I didn't say got my hair cut, my shirt's a little tight. I'm like, man, why is everybody so mean today? And I'm like, oh fuck, I'm actually getting checked out. This feels great. Uh, this this feels awesome. And then like, um, just that guy. Like, there was only two people I encountered. Like, hi, honey. I'm like, this is just making me so fucking happy. Like, you're you're all you're doing is like, it's not I, throwing in you to get into gay panic at all. Like, like no, it, that's it, not it, who it's you been, are. It, it, that hasn't happened for a while. But it's just mm-hmm. like, since I don't have that, like, your whole exuberance. Is ple- is to be pleasant, yes, and nice, and in in, in our me, cynical it, world, yeah, and so to nice use to words at me that are normally reserved for like my family members, you instantly mm-hmm. greet me like that. Like I'm not kidding. Like I'm actually like, it was so it was so pretty. I, 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 I'm telling you, I had the greatest day because I was unemployed and I was able like I'm gonna go get a movie program and buy Hank a comic book and get my hair cut and then I just all I did was encounter nice people. Oh. <sighs> We need to hang out in the Castro Moore's all the Yeah, we should. We should. All right, well, we're going to take a little break. And uh, when we get back, we're going to talk uh, about a superhero spotlight. Um, let's see. Going to answer your or have your answers last week's question of the week. Then this week's question of the week as well. And uh, that's uh, on the other side of this break. Hello and welcome to the break for this week's episode of Cape Crisis. Uh, you know, I, I appreciate all you listeners. This is always a lot of fun to do, even when it's just me and Chris talking. I think we have a little, I think we have a really good time every week, just gabbing about things, even if it is like thirty minutes of no comic book conversation. It's just you know we're we're on a journey, guys. This is just uh, it's it's a journey that we're all on together. And if you're enjoying this journey and would like to to give us a little bit of a tip or you know just help us out, keep things a running. There's a lot of ways you can do that. So go to lasertimepodcast.com on that our home website. When you get on there, you'll see a PayPal donation button on the left side of the screen. You can just click on there. Give us a little money through PayPal, and, you know, it really does help things out around here. There's also a t-shirt store. You can buy a t-shirt, you know, from the t-shirt store that's right below the PayPal button. A little bit of money comes our way from that. Or on the right side of the screen, there's a ton of links to Amazon. Just buy something off those links. 
uh, in a new tab. Even the stuff, even you don't even have to buy the stuff we're suggesting. Just buy anything through the link in that tab, and a little bit of money comes our way that can really help us out. Also, if you're listening to Cape Prices on iTunes, please give us, give us a review. I love seeing new reviews. Please, 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 a new review. They always make me happy. Just like comments on the article, like I love seeing comments on every episode article on lasertimepodcast.com. And lastly, now it's time for the Hank's Corner Pick of the Week. Uh, so this week's Pick of the Week is the uh, New Frontier. I'm going to go with that because I've really been feeling like Darwin Cook's work recently. I really enjoy it. Like his kind of like Will Eisner uh, animation influenced style. Like very 60s, very interesting. There was a great like New Frontier. New Frontier is... Uh, a DC Comics Elseworld story that sets the Silver Age heroes very specifically in the early 60s, like has them meet historical figures from the 60s, fight in Vietnam or Korea, do all this stuff like that definitely connects them to that world. So it's a very real feeling of the 60s. And they even made it into an animated uh, DC animated feature, like directed DVD one that was also very good. But the comic is where it all started and is definitely worth reading. So check it out, Darwin Cook's New Frontier. There'll be a link to it on Amazon, uh, either the Kindle or the regular edition, on this week's episode on LaserTimePodcast.com. So go there, check it out. And uh, now back to the rest of the show. Avengers Assemble! Welcome back to uh, the second segment of Cape Crisis, episode 106. Let me just, you know, get that all out there, guys. Uh, and, uh, you know, before we do the superhero spotlight, there was one, um, there were two really, like, we talk about the depressing stuff a lot here, but there were two things that, um, well, one that was, like, bittersweet, and one that was just nice that I saw. The the uh, the bittersweet one was, sadly, the... Um, it was the death of Stan Goldberg, who is somebody nobody, most people haven't heard of, I would think, in the comic world. But, Not uh, me. I know exactly who this... Who, all right, so if you, if you have read an Archie comic that is in the uh, Archie Comics house style, that is Stan Goldberg. Like, if it's not Stan Goldberg who actually drew it, it is Stan Goldberg, is somebody drawing the Stan Goldberg style. Like, mm-hmm. he is, and that he drew day in and day out. Archie all the time for fifty years. Jesus. He just passed away, and that like I I had read he these stopped. Uh, pretty much no. He had a he had wow. a car he had a car accident two years ago, oh, no. but had reco- him and his wife had both recovered from it, and he had returned to drawing. And unfortunately, he had a stroke a couple weeks ago, and it passed away, which is Crazy. sad. But he had come back like, and he had been still drawing like he was drawing till the end. It's, it's it reminds me of uh, Charles Schultz. Yeah, ending it, my peanuts run. Two weeks later, your body decides it has no reason to exist. Well, and that the mar- and, well, and the day it published, mm. it, it, he passed away, and 
But yeah, that. But yeah, Stan Goldberg. Like I, I'd seen Mark uh, Mark Evanier, mm-hmm. I believe is is pronounced the name. He just brought up like just the number of pages produced in his life yeah, is it's... by Stan Goldberg is staggering. Like it might be the most any human has has produced as I know, a professional. I know comic I bought artist. a lot of Double Digest, but I cannot tell you like a lot of Marvel shit from the library. But there was mm-hmm. always Archie. Yeah. In my takeaway from the library and. That he drew I, so much. The volume of Archie material. Holy shit. But then, but then I found out this other crazy stuff about Stan Goldberg. That, mm-hmm. the, okay, so the, the thing our audience might have read of his, if not just a straight up uh, Archie comic, mm-hmm. is Archie meets the Punisher. Oh, which yeah. yeah. Goldberg drew the, uh, he drew the Archie stuff in it. Wow. Like, and John Buscema, who I believe is no longer with us either, like he drew the he drew the Punisher bits. That's so old. But uh, but yeah, the Stan Goldberg. That what I didn't know about Stan Goldberg mm-hmm. was that he got his start at Marvel when Marvel wasn't Marvel. When Marvel was Timely, Timely? Comics in the forties, mm-hmm. wow. he worked there with Stan Lee, coloring and lettering. Like he had been in the business that long. I wonder he uh, I wonder if he gave Stan Lee shit for changing his name because he wasn't ashamed of being Jewish. <laughs> Yeah, Goldberg's like, I'm fine. Yeah, uh, sellout stand. We all know it. Every we day. all know you, Lieber. We all know <laughs> it. Come day. on now. <laughs> but no, that uh, yeah, that everybody said he was just the nicest guy ever. This great guy who was just like this kindly old man, just drawing Archie comics. But that he had lived like an insane career. That like I that makes me sad that I. It's one of those things like this happens all the time mm-hmm. with with the death of somebody Don't know what in the you thing. But yeah, like that he had, he had lived such a such an impressive life, mm-hmm. like just of as a professional, like he lived the history of comic books. I did like, grab the Archie app um, on your recommendation. Did you download any of the hundred uh, free issues? I was looking for the Ninja Turtle crossover one, which doesn't exist that. anywhere. But I was just surprised by how how much you can just sample. Uh, in yeah. the app, like it's, it's. They want to give it away, like I mean. <laughs> but there's so much. Yeah, there, of it. there's a whole lot. There's They're so hoping you'll get there, hooked. But there is, there is something I, which might be impossible. But dude, it was definitely a period of my life where like I was way less superhero and way more Archie. I uh, think there's always that period for. Yeah, for, I think there are periods when people like Archie. I was like, so. I, I, it was when puberty hit. Like uh, something about Archie, like it was the sexiest mm-hmm. thing in the universe to me. <laughs> And, there, and I, I want to see there was that TV movie they made out of Archie long time ago and I only saw one promo for it I missed it and it was just it was Betty taking off her shirt and seeing her bra and I feel so old trying to tell people that on the internet that like yeah this that fictional idea. character was it was uh, depicted sexually somewhere because that <laughs> that couldn't ever happen. It couldn't happen back in the fucking 80s or early 90s. Yeah it uh, also with Speaking of Archie, there is one of my favorite, uh, the book Criminal mm-hmm. that, uh, that Bru- Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips did. Mm-hmm. There is one that, uh, I don't want to reveal all of it, but one of the volumes of Criminal, I believe the last volume of Criminal, I forget what exactly it's called. Like, it's an Archie, it's a tribute to Archie in the best, it is such a great tribute to really? Archie. It is It is amazing. I did not know that. I'm not, I'm it not is, very far into Criminal. It is one of my, and I think back on it, one of my favorite comics of the last decade. Like, really? It's so good. And, I bought and, it on on you and Brett's recommendation, and every time I glance down while watching Netflix binges, it it got stuck underneath <laughs> my coffee table, and like I just haven't pulled. I forget I have it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's right there, though. It's, I'll take it out. But yeah, right Criminal now. is so good. But, I'll put it on the top of the coffee table. And then the other nice story was mm-hmm. um, 
Well, so I shared. Oh, I got a nice story. Well, so I shared this thing on uh, on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Just when I don't have a lot of followers on Facebook, so it was just you don't like use it very much, dear. And an old coworker of ours, uh, Logan Decker, mm-hmm. like he he shared it. Uh, him, then he shared it after me and mm-hmm. on Twitter too. And in the tweet, he put hat tip ht, which I didn't know that's that meant hat tip h slash t, mm-hmm. meaning didn't tip you. of the hat. To Henry, to at H E N E R E Y G for finding this. And it was a link to this image from this person telling this story. Like, it's a classic imager viral thing. Like, this guy sharing a story that, to paraphrase, that he really liked Drax and he had taken his. uh, He liked the Guardians of the Galaxy Mm -hmm. and he had taken his, uh, I believe, little brother to it. And his little brother is on the autism spectrum. And that yes. his little brother then yeah, really identified with Drax. He was just like, Drax is like me. Like, Drax takes things literally, mm-hmm. and but he's very devoted to his friends, but he mm-hmm. doesn't get things sometimes. And he just, the, 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 the child who's on the spectrum could identify with Drax mm-hmm. in a positive way. Yeah. And the, the guy was sharing, like, isn't that a nice thing, whether intended or not, that Drax could do that? Yeah, and I was like, and it seems so unlikely. I remember and, reading a few articles about that, about Abed from Community. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, but, but, like... When I did, I think I did read that and look at the tweet, and like I think Logan misspelled RT. Um, no, yeah, that's I had I had to look that one up on Urban Dictionary, which made me feel very old. I was like, I thought I, was, I, knew this. I, I never I never would have made that association, especially because maybe it's the distance he has from his comic character, mm-hmm. because his comic character is very dour, and I don't think he would have made the same no. association. But yeah, the, the so that was, and I was hardly <laughs> the first person to have shared it. Like I've seen it a couple times when I shared it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. But then when Logan tweeted out, like, somehow it caught on with a lot of people. And because my name was in it, I was seeing it in my reply or my mentions and notifications over and over and over again until over 400 people had shared that tweet. Wow. Like, had retweeted. Oh, boy. Like, and then it was just a nice thing that people were like, yeah, that is a nice story. Like, it was, it was just a good feeling. I don't appreciate you stepping on my tweet heat um, this season because I... I'm trying to get back into using. Just I had a ton of fun yeah. today. I had a fun, ton of fun. It using was Twitter. nice to see you Did, tweeting things. Didn't work a lot. Uh, breaking news: Tragedy struck China, Chinatown yesterday when a local Mogwai accepted the ALS ice bucket challenge shortly after midnight. <laughs> and that's at 20 retweets, Hank. So you, you have me by more. a significant yeah. margin. Well, this wasn't something I even tweeted. Like it was something Logan tweeted, and that my name was just. I remember Logan had a pretty fair amount of followers, and he made. I still remember the tweet. It got picked. It, the tweet itself got put that on. That was one of the best tweets ever. It, like, was. it was. We left E3, and every time what we hate about E3, there's always the NBA or NHL championships happening next door. And what we, we walked out, and he's like, "So the video game convention concludes, and the sporting event has hundreds of police officers around them in case they win. Which medium causes more violence again?" Yeah, no, it, it was literally. It was a great point of hypocrisy. I, I don't like, think it's totally I don't think because Logan's fucking hilarious, but he wasn't yeah. even like using Twitter that much, and he, mm. he tweeted that way back then, and then like overnight, that tweet made like he mm. he surpassed it. I remember every, for a time, like I was the most followed person <laughs> in future. Yeah, and Logan surpassed us all I do very like that fast that's, that with one tweet. I do like that with Twitter, like just one quick observation mm-hmm. can go just explode like it, it, it could it definitely could have back then i don't think that happens eh, anymore i think it's still okay you're not gonna get any more rob delaney's out of this <laughs> but the rob delaney is mm-hmm. pretty successful yeah funny uh, dude too um all uh, right I, what, my last okay, bit of yes, news yes. relates to that 
Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. is officially the winner of the summer. The winner of the of 2014, Hank. Yes! Fuck you, Transformers! Though. I know, globally. Globally. In the global markets, which matter more. How did how did Mickey Rooney put it in the Simpsons Shit. thing? He goes like, and then glo- yeah, in the international markets, which matter so much these days. <laughs> I was just happy that it, it doesn't happen a lot where something that's popular mm-hmm. and very good, objectively good, mm-hmm. gets out. Literally, Transformers is second. A movie everybody saw and no one likes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, China loves it. But. Yeah, but they love garbage. If you had their food. I think they just, well, it could be that they just have more people. So the mainstream people, like, they just have ten times the number of people who want to see mainstream explosions like in America. That should be case. So you're saying their lowest common denominator is not lower, just bigger. By the just the fraction is just like it's a bigger the mass is bigger so the fraction is yeah, a bigger every, number. Every of movie you you look at like why would anybody make that because it'll make a bunch of money and then it makes a bunch of money in China. Mm-hmm. But Guardians of the Galaxy, I think we're probably on record. I'm like, is Marvel nuts? It seems crazy and like it it is full of choices that a Transformers producer would never allow to yes. happen. And like, it, it, I, I need to see that movie again. Dan. Like they would be like this. Comedy isn't broad enough. This isn't the guy in the back row might not get that the, joke. It is weird. What's, the weird thing is, is the comic doesn't grab me at all. Oh, really? Yeah, it never. It that. never did. The the the, the previous one, the two thousand eight version, mm. post annihilation stuff. That was kind of neat. I read all that, but the new one didn't do much for me. And I even tried reading again after the movie, and I, 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 it didn't bother me. But I didn't go. I, I didn't. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Talk, Henry. Help. All right. So, <laughs> uh, no, I, I also liked from that news mm-hmm. that um, that Spider-Man technically, like, failed. It failed at $200 million, Well, not failed, but is wobbly at $200 million It was the least successful Spider-Man movie ever and also the most expensive Spider-Man movie yeah, ever. Yeah. I do think the, it, it looks so expensive that, like, $700 million is probably barely profitable for how much they and spent And that's what I was it. saying, like, there's a... I'm crossing my fingers that Sony's plans crash and burn. Mm-hmm. And I was reading... I think they have oversaturated... It is oversaturation of Spider-Man. Just reading oh. Ama- Amazing Spider-Man today, where he's he's in the Avengers headquarters. I, yes, we all have issues of some kind, whether he's an Avenger or not, but, like... Fuck. Like, we can't... Well, I think beyond, beyond the wish fulfillment of, like, I want to see this character with this character, yes. like, it's the freshness, too. Like, mm-hmm. the... the like, the the boring contractual matter totally. of it is is that 15 years ago Marvel made a deal with Sony and said here's a list of characters you're allowed to use mm-hmm. and they only have that list as far as you can tell they're not adding to that list mm-hmm. they're like alright let's just remix the same things yeah. like they can't add anything more to it mm-hmm. they can't add a new character to it so they just have the other one and I'm pretty like, sure Marvel Studios is probably being a bit of a dick and would never let them cross over into the Marvel Studios universe. No, I mean anyway. that's their bargaining chip. Like that's their that's their leverage. I just like, don't think that's a bargaining chip. I think if if they're going to offer you like a big sum of money and it'll please the shit out of a bunch of people, then you might do it, Marvel. Yeah, I know. Have I, them intermingled. The sad thing is that it just has to become unprofitable to Sony for them to give it up. And yeah. even then, I, they probably it have to be unprofitable like three times well, for it, Sony to finally go. Well, think about that like, yeah. amazing today is that well. Marvel did seem to base Superior Spider-Man, 
the the beginning enclosure around the movies. Yeah, yeah. So some of the hatred we might be imagining maybe isn't there, and I'm sure Sony doesn't have a contractual obligation to dictate the course of the comics. No, what I have heard is that the reason reason you're seeing uh, what I've read in stories Mm -hmm. recently, in news stories, the reason you're seeing Mm X-Men and Fantastic Four not on the cover of 75th Anniversaries of Marvel, but you are seeing Spider-Man, is because they have a better better deal with Sony than they have with Fox. They have a garbage deal. They have a garbage deal with Fox. They have a better deal with Sony, and apparently mm. they've renegotiated their deal with Sony as mm. well, so it's a better deal. And and then also, Spider-Man is the character. Like, it is. Even it's... Wolverine, even the Fantastic Four, as much as I want to say, like, mm-hmm. Fantastic Four is where the Marvel Universe begins, mm-hmm. honestly. Like, they aren't Spider-Man. Like, Wolver- Wolverine isn't even Spider-Man. Mm. Spider-Man <laughs> is it. Like, it's Spider-Man, and even the trio, the main, like, even Iron Man is mm. not, like, he's a two steps down from Spider-Man. Like, yeah. you, it doesn't get bigger than uh, Spider-Man. I think probably in, like, international popularity of just global, like, recognition, I bet it goes Spider-Man, mm-hmm. Batman, maybe those two, like, switch positions, but, like, Spider-Man, Batman, and I think it's the Hulk. And then uh, Iron according Man. to something I had read about Disney's merchandising, mm-hmm. that took them by surprise because all kids love the Hulk. I was in the Disney store this weekend, mm-hmm. um, and like just I want to be young or have a child and put them in all of the Hulk costumes that they have there. There's so many they didn't fucking exist. I went as the Hulk one year for Halloween. I had a green mask that hurt my face and a fucking smock made of plastic that said Hulk on it yes. and had a fucking it picture of the cover. Like, that's what it looked like. I know. It, that, can you believe that those used to be? Like, those were the costumes. It was that, awful. How, and, and how dare those? This one has, like, articulated mus- musculature that, that goes down to the wrist. The perfect purple shorts. The costume didn't give me purple I mean, shorts. This is the shirt. This is the sad thing about the... I mean, you look at corporations and you can't you hate them for controlling the world, but mm-hmm. they they know how to merchandise shit. Yeah. They have the control to go like, no, this is garbage merchandise. Like fuck you. Like make this better. Like and you get better toys. Like, I just imagine you know you want to think Disney's evil, write them a letter. Is there something you'd like? Mm-hmm. We'll be happy to make it and sell it to you. Oh, did you want a better star lightsaber? Okay. Yeah. It is, yes. Would you be willing to pay a little more? Okay. And I've worked at other and com- even I've yeah. worked at other companies. That can't happen. We well, can't we can't give you what you want. Well, Marvel, Marvel and DC, like you walk around Comic-Con, mm-hmm. like the stuff they license to people like like we want to make this weird thing and just make 500 of them and sell at Comic-Con. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can license it. Cool. Like uh, though though who knows what kind of approval process they have to go through, but they let them do it. I imagine it's rigorous, but but I mean that's how they protect their that's it, yes it's it's, how they protect their brand. If we have to use like PR terms, no, for I, it, I, I just I finished that Henson biography a while ago, and he could never tear himself away from merchandising approval. Mm-hmm. No, this is, Ernie does not do that. That's not where Ernie goes. Mm-hmm. Well, that is important. Like yeah. you, you make these characters like yeah, you would say. Well, Ernie wouldn't say this in this book. You can't put these words. I, sh- in I shouldn't mouth. go off on that. It, it, it's it's just that like he did he didn't own Sesame Street. He owned his characters on Sesame Street. So there were a lot of other fingers in the pot. Interesting. But he still got to come in and say like, yeah, Jim Henson owns nothing of Sesame Street, especially now. We well, uh, had a television workshop. Yeah, so that they own Sesame Street. Always have. They just never own the Muppets. And, uh, so the Muppets appear on Sesame Street. The Muppets Street. appear on Sesame Street. But Henson made it a point, like, we're, we're in the mid-production of the Muppet show in this movie. He's like, 
well, I gotta go film these Ernie bits and help <laughs> out with the script. I did. I, it's an obligation. I have to do it. Wow, I have to do it. Uh, yeah, that's a good. That's good. That's so it was. Good it was a good homely yeah. Henson. Yes. Uh, well, 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 that sounds really hey, serious. Bro. Hey, bro. <laughs> Ernie. <laughs> You're welcome, uh, everybody. You feel better great. now, and you don't even know it. Quick superhero spotlight. You know, she was talked about so much last week, but we had to had to do the Simpsons, which I loved everybody's nice reply to our Simpsons long. Simpsons yeah, you talk. got a lot of comp. It, 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 yeah, I don't want to make it sound like I got a lot of criticism because I didn't. It was just surprising because, dude, if you comment on her site, I know who you are, and if I haven't met you, I, pro- I may even know your real name if you're on Twitter. Uh, it's just weird to see people you know disagree with you to that level. But so the character is a Spider Woman. The, Who yeah. I love, and the part Who, of that Jessica like, Drew. Spider I consider Jessica Drew very important. I do mm-hmm. like I do like the Spider Woman character a lot. Yeah, she was. I I've and always I found her interesting. Attractive. I do like her. The I mean, the red and yellow costume is a striking mm-hmm. one, and that she like usually is drawn with web pits, as you'll see in her first That's, appearance. It's kind of gone away. Yeah, I love her web pits from mm-hmm. like the, cla- the well, cartoon. Well, I love the web pits that Spider Man had. Like, mm-hmm. I always loved seeing those. Like, I know Brad and I disagree on it. Uh, I. I like it just conceptually that like Spider Man is sort of gliding on them, or he uses them for like the, the lift. Cosmic Spider Man, who had he had like really big web. Well, hits. yeah, that was that's just weird drawings, mm-hmm. I have to say. But uh, but yeah, that I I like her web pits that she had. You know that she could sort of fly and it's sort of strong, and then she has those like weird pheromone powers too. Mm-hmm. Like it's an interesting mix. She has. A, should she have the venomous sting, or is that just Ultimate Spider? Uh, I you know that one. I have, I am having to double check on this. Can't I'm going to look John up her lover to do Ultimate Spider-Man. Where her powers? Oh yeah, and then also like her. She's like related to Hydra. Like her mother was Hydra and stuff. But uh, but let's see here. So. Buh, 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 buh. Jessica Drew develops superhero powers. She's superhumanly strong and can lift around seven tons at her peak. She also possesses superhuman speed, strength, stamina, or speed, stamina, agility, and reflexes. It's more resistant to injury and also has superhuman hearing and smell, the latter of which allows her to distinguish a life model decoy from the real Nick Fury. Mm. Jessica's palms and soles secrete a special fluid that allow her to cling to solid objects like a true spider. Not like Spider Man, who's well. Spider Man's just like any part of my skin can stick to stuff. I just, <laughs> I just think it, and it doesn't. Like that's not how spiders work. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm Spider Man. I don't care. Uh, and her physical makeup also makes her highly resistant to all terrestrial poisons, toxins, and completely immune to radiation. Really? While she is typically rendered dizzy by the initial dose, that's to me. She doesn't. She doesn't get. She didn't get her powers through the normal, the means of every other character in the Marvel universe. Let's see. Oh, and although she she typically wears a chemical perfume that renders those pheromones inert. Mm. And uh, yeah, that uh, oh yeah, and power is perfume. She has a discharge of venom blasts, mm-hmm. which uh, her body can produce an inordinate amount of bioenergy, which she discharges from her hands. So, yeah, she's just a cool. I, I always like Jessica Drew. She is a very seventies character, just I, from I've like never, her costume I, design, her big hair. I've like, never seen her used very well. Bendis does his best. He does, but he. he the only thing he did with her in Secret Origin is to make her um, scroll. Mm. It was a big deal, like for her to be revealed as the scroll. 
Yes, that was it, nobody expected that. Yeah, um, but it. But then she still came back to again just to be like to double stand, to stand around the Avengers. Yeah, well, and to date Hawkeye like she dated yeah. Hawkeye for a little bit. Everybody dated Hawkeye. Hawkeye's a he, he's a little slutty. I got to say, Matt Murdock, man. It's they both get around. Yep, they get around. They make a tour of the ladies. But uh, yeah, so she first appeared in Marvel Spotlight number thirty-two mm-hmm. in February nineteen seventy-seven, and she had fifty issues of her own book, which had to be a record wow. of a non-Wonder Woman comic book at the uh, time, probably. Like and then she like she had been killed and then just kind of fell into the background and was like replaced with the eighties Spider Woman mm-hmm. who Different like had woman yeah a blonde woman mm-hmm. whose name I forget but she was first introduced in C- or around Secret Wars I want to say she's been she more people have been Spider Woman than almost any other character in the yeah Marvel they've universe. recast her a lot of times five times I think and then like the current the second Spider Woman is now the current. Uh, who was wearing like the the Venom style costume? She's the current Madam Web. Mm-hmm. Then there was another Spider Woman yeah. named Maddie Bryce who was murdered and like sacrificed for spider powers. Mm-hmm. And then then there's Spider Woman Jessica Drew who just uh, has been pretty much a regular member of the Avengers yeah. since since Secret Invasion since like the early two, the mid two thousands. And yeah, people did bring up like last year or last episode. You you pointed out like Stanley, but the why she was created, the kind of he cynical reason that. in the beginning why she was created. So here's a quote. Then publisher Stanley said in 1978, shortly after Spider Woman's debut, uh, that the character was initiated because, quote, I suddenly realized that some other company may quickly put out a book like that and claim they have the right to use the name. And I thought we'd better do it real fast to copyright the name. We so we just batted one quickly, and that's exactly what happened. I wanted to protect the name because it's the type of thing where someone else might say. Hey, why don't we put out a Spider Woman? They can't stop us. You know, years ago we bought Wonder, we brought out Wonder Man, yeah. and DC sued us because they had Wonder Woman. And I said, okay, I'll discontinue Wonder Wonder Man. And all of a sudden, they got Power Girl after we introduced Power Man. Oh boy, how unfair! <laughs> so yes, like I do want a super spotlight someday on Wonder Man. I've only seen Bendis use him. Wonder Man's always kind of sucked. Like he's made mm-hmm. out of ionic energy. Like he, at his best was when he was a vapid t- movie star. Like that mm-hmm. was when he was his funniest. When he like he fought he he fought crime dressed as a guy, like as a fancy eighties movie star <laughs> who was like, all right, I'll stop Ultron. But I kind of got to go back to Hollywood to star in this movie. Like, I'm I got to be with Robert Redford. I'm in my I'm co-starring. Gotta get with this him. done before my call time. Exactly. Sorry, guys. And so there was also a weird bit uh, I remember reading about with um, with uh, Spider Woman that they just ended her book and like killed her actually in a really stupid way. Like they it killed her off in the '70s. They killed her mm-hmm. book. Uh, killed her off in her book. So the final issue had Spider-Woman perish in a climactic battle with her nemesis, Morgan Le Fay. And these are licensed characters, and they, you want them to live forever. At the same time, they live in a violent world, and they occasionally die. But the way she died, she just kind of like, it was like, oh, you could come back. Nah, I don't want to. And she just kind of like walked away and was like, I guess I'll just stay dead. And Speaking it, on behalf of the editors. It was a really <laughs> weird thing. And so they, they both felt bad. So the writers and Nascenti... Uh, and Mark Grunewald felt bad about it, and so they just completely undid it. They, had, they in, oh, really? in Avengers, she just came back and like basically looks to the camera and says, "Like, oh yeah, why did I think that? That was a dumb decision for me to stay dead when I didn't have to be." Or, or no, no, the vi- the 
Like, she dies, and then the Avengers find her body and, like, no, wait, she's not dead. The The whole thing where she accepted where she was dead, that was just an illusion. She was in a death-like state. They resuscitated her. She's fine. Back. Thanks. She's not dead. Like, oh, so. And, but she basically did just fall into the background, probably because, like, in the 80s, a 70s character like her wasn't cool. Mm-hmm. And there weren't, like, Bendis and other writers. They grew up reading the 70s books, so you can see them come back, and they're like, Oh yeah, the seventies characters are cool. Power Man, Iron Fist, Spider Woman, I'm gonna make them matter. Yeah. yeah. So they moved them all up and and I think we'll we're seeing that again, like that'll happen with eighties characters. Get Dazzler back. Yeah, eighties characters will come more into the forefront and like just imagine I mean it's happening now, but it, it it'll keep happening of of writers who grew reading comics in the nineties who are like mm-hmm. I like this. I like Scarlet Spider. I'm bringing back Scarlet Spider. Yeah. I like these terrible, edgy guys who were the who were like supposed to be the new Wolverine of the X Men. I'm bringing him back. I loved like, Amalgam Comics. Exactly. Like that's going to happen. These things happen in 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 shifts, like in in cycles. But anyway, yeah. I I I like Jessica Drew. I think they've given her a pretty interesting backstory with her character. Uh, like Bendis and Alex Maleev did a really good. Uh, single issue or uh, like mini series of her that was that was really interesting it it still was told very slowly which is menace's like main problem as a writer in my opinion but it was a really good book like it just kind of ends abruptly but that one is worth digging up uh and and definitely like she's just a great member of the new avengers during bendis's run too i would say so that is a superhero spotlight unless you have any other thoughts on jessica Drew. i love her mm-hmm. and i'm attracted to her yes yes Collect your hero. She is. She is my. She is my superhero crush. Yeah, it's sure. it's true. Uh, you know, I was actually shit. Ah, mm. All right, wait. We might have to. We might have to open it up again. We might have to cut out a thing I wanted to talk about though. Mm. Was just that uh, I have to double check this fact though. I just open it up again. What's happening? So the one thing I was looking up that I wanted to check on that I could not find confirmation is that I had heard. I felt like I had heard that Bendis. Brian Michael Bendis, when he started the book Alias, mm-hmm. that it had originally been planned for like Jessica Drew to be the main character of it, but then because of its adult nature, like they told him to make up his own character, and so that's why instead of Jessica Drew, the new character he made up is like Jessica Jones, like it's <laughs> who who could similarly like it'd be so easy to just plug Spider Woman into that position because mm-hmm. it's just like a character who was a hero in the seventies that then everybody forgot about, and she's like, look, I'm not, I'm she's not that person. A uh, Jessica, no, I can't no. remember what her job was. Like, she's related to she. Uh, she's a Shield operative. I know that. Yeah. So, like, she's she's got secret agent stuff in her background. Uh, all right, so that's closed. Yes, now it's closed. Yeah. Hero. All right, so Real now time. it's time for this week's question of the week, and by this week I mean last week's. Uh, and so last week's was a fun one, which was like. Uh, what oh, yeah. what's your favorite superhero that got made up to appear in another uh, uh, realm of fiction? I said Science Dog. Science Dog is a comic that uh, the character of Invincible reads in Invincible, and then mm-hmm. eventually became its own comic. And yo, you, sorry, you did Radioactive Man. That was the uh, well, I didn't. Well, no, I said I couldn't do Radioactive Man it, since I talked about him so much. So no, I said no, that, Powdered that was, Toast that's where, Man. That's where yeah. it came from. Yep, Radioactive Man. Uh, so the. The Tingler was the first to respond. He said, probably Grey Ghost, the young Bruce Wayne's Hollywood influence from the animated series. Heavily based on the shadow, they made it extra cool by having him play by Adam West. Failing that, 
I think the new justice team from Futurama, <laughs> Captain Yesterday, Clobberella, and Super King. Captain Yesterday, Clobberella, uh, and Super King, the best one of the three. <laughs> I love that. The best one of the three. <laughs> Aimbot Master. No, we gotta listen. So Aimbot Master, he uh, says, the Hurricane and his superhero and training sidekick Rosie, when they were superheroes, in professional wrestling. Oh, that was a lot of fun. I don't remember that. Uh, yeah, that they like he was like I'm a living superhero, and everybody made fun of him. But then he got a pinfall win on the Rock. Uh, let's see here, uh, bu- 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 Gornak. I never JJB Sterling says Grognak the Barbarian, the comic from Fallout Three: New Vegas. That is a skill book that will raise your melee weapon skills. <laughs> John Wesley says Turbo Man, Turbo Man, Turbo Man. I want to give it to Jamie. Oh. No, that count. one. No, his second one does count. Hitler, me, this Batman brings up Monkey from yeah. the uh, Dexter's Laboratory cartoons, and also the Justice Friends, who were just the Avengers as roommates. He said, let, at first, he said, "Let's get obvious with Darkwing Duck," but that's that doesn't really count. He wasn't introduced in the comic. Well, Darkwing he, Duck was actually introduced because uh, there was an episode <laughs> of Ducktales titled Double O Duck, mm-hmm. and a Disney executive said, "That's awesome. Make a series out of that." Uh, the James Bond people sued him. Sued them. You can't use that name. Uh, Launchpad was supposed to be the star. Uh-huh. Uh, and then they eventually decided to go for like a full-on Adam West Batman parody mixed with the, the Shadow. And that's how Darkwing came about. And that's why Launchpad's there because it was originally supposed to star him. Uh, Darth Ender X brings up Mysterion mm. from South Park. Very true. Uh, then uh, let's see... Uh, Ray, oh, a lot of co- Ravenborn and Triscuitable agree with you on Science Dog, definitely. Yeah, that cover, man. Shit, thank you, Triscuitable. And uh, let's see here, a couple others. Oh yeah, Raccoon, uh, Raccoon Hall, Ra- Raccoon Hale, Raccoon Hale says Inspector Space Time because it is a perfect parodization slash homage to Doctor Who. Also, a much needed parody because holy crap, that series and its fans have gotten full of themselves. It's decent, but it's not the best sci-fi out there. Also, fuck fezes. <laughs> oh, uh, a bus full of nuns says el el, cha, el chapulin wow el chapulin colorado from el chavo del ocho. Do you know what el chavo is? El chavo now. Somebody had to explain that to me. Um, Yuri, who I used to work with at, mm-hmm. at Capcom, el chavo is is the basis for Bumblebee Man. Yeah, 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 and it's been going on in Latin countries for oh, years. Yeah, El Chapulín Colorado is uh, that's that's Bumblebee Man. Yeah. That's it's essentially Bumblebee Man. If you've seen Arrested Development and like that big giant kid with freckles during the mm-hmm. his, the Latin Oscar Emmys, like that's who El Chavo is. He's had an animated series and comic books. Uh, it is one of the biggest icons in the universe that no American is aware of. 
only because well no i do remember my parents uh my mom my mom a lot of my simpson memories involved my mom explaining oh, a joke sorry. to me Bustful of nuns explained exactly what i just said here yeah sorry. but yeah that my when bumblebee man appeared on there i'm like like I think I was all one of those kids who just saw like oh I guess on Simpsons television there's a Mexican guy <laughs> in a bumblebee well, suit I okay don't, I'm not sure if I and saw then my it. mom had to say like, no it's a reference to this guy I just I didn't have cable and you would occasionally see weird Spanish shit mm-hmm. and uh, Bumblebee Man seemed like that is this was back before Univision became like yeah. the top rated oh, network re- on among, television among the great things that happened today mm-hmm. um, I don't know sometime in the future. Maybe when you're using um, Google Street View, mm. check out uh, Mission and 17th Street. I got hit by the Google. Oh, I got hit by the Google camera, and then right after that, I made it into. I'm pretty sure I was in B-roll for Telemundo. Oh wow! <laughs> yes, within within the span of like ten minutes. Uh, a couple more uh, twat vomit. <laughs> twat vomit says Pepsi Man because what bigger threat is there to mankind than thirst? Was he in Fighters Mega Mix? Uh, yeah, only in the Japanese version. It was uh, in the Japanese version of Fighter... Uh, no, Fighting Vipers. Fighting Vipers. Uh, it was the Daytona car in Fighters, Fighters Mega Man. Okay. Uh, Pedo Bearclaw says Sailor V from Sailor Moon. Uh, and then, uh, let's see. Mm, oh, yeah. Let's... Uh, well, uh, Paragon, Paragon Shepherd says Daring Do from My Little Pony, Friendship <laughs> is Magic. Blasto, essentially the Mass Effect universe version of a character in a black exploitation film, except he's a Hanar. I don't remember that character. That's what Mighty uh, Minna Majora says. Poop goes says, does Puppy Cat count? I want to say yes, because Puppy Cat is the mm-hmm. shit. I love pu- I can't wait. The new episodes are coming. My, did you see my girlfriend's Halloween costume last yeah, year? Yeah, it was great. And was she, great. But I gave her a Monster Hunter pig poogie. And she turned it into a perfect puppy cat with a couple of. And years. now she can just buy a puppy cat. Like, why? Because she's wealthy now. No, I mean they they sell they make puppy cats. <laughs> oh, I see. What yeah, it was it was super obscure. Uh, old Old Sean Kenobi says uh, Obi Sean Kenobi says Does Nightblade from Saints Row count? I love that game. I think so. I do like that one. Uh, the Great Saiyan Man from DBZ. Oh, that is such a good one. I love Great Saiyan Man. Like, <laughs> those are my favorite moments in DBZ, the silly moments like that. Like, where basically you can see that Akira Toriyama loves, like, the Superman mythos. Like, that he, like, the idea of Kakarot, Goku, is a strange visitor from another planet raised by humans and not, and not his alien race who comes to love Earth. Like, that's Superman. And so then he just gets even more obvious with. Okay, Gohan is a nerd, is a high school nerd who has to then dress up as a superhero to use his ungodly powers. I, what I thought, just given the, the the time we're at right now, I had when this question was proposed, I just assumed everybody was going to say the comic that's a collectible in Last of Us. Oh yeah, and yeah, nobody, those are it, fun. It, it is drawn by comic. Michael Avon Oming, uh, the creator, uh, co-creator of Powers. I didn't know that. So that's a great book to look up. I'm gonna wait for the show on PSN. Hopefully, I'll have a Sony Sony console in my house. At that well, point. you're a PlayStation Plus member, so you probably get to watch for free. Uh, my PlayStation Three is dead, and I don't own a PS4. Well, I, I bet you'll buy one soon enough. You need a PS4, though. You got Though you gotta buy a you gotta buy a camera with it, like because do I? You want to stream from it, don't you? Uh, 
It's so much ex- more expensive. I really well, it's, wanna, it's sixty more bucks. I'm gonna like, play Destiny, but the Destiny. I'm looking at the Destiny model, people. That's all I'm saying. Did you donations see? Donations or encouragement. Did I'll you make see that Metal Slime PS4? Yeah, really oh, cool. I want that, but it'll only play Japanese games. I'm sure. And like, it will never come here. But it looks like that little slime thing. It covers your USB ports, and I'm pretty sure you should just sell that. Yeah, you could sell that part of it. Yeah, they totally could. All yeah. right, but anyway. So those were your wonderful answers to last week's question. Good job, guys. Nice, Elvis. Good guy. Good guy, guys. Question of the week. God. Another great Simpsons thing. Did you see that they said the Simpsons... Um, that marathon. the Simpsons marathon had its highest ratings near the end during the bad season. Well, I mean... And I think that... No, I think the... Um, I think the end is not the bad seasons. It's well, they're the, the more the middle... The, but no, just that this, I think the marathon in general got people to appreciate later year Simpsons instead of just going like, yeah, these are bad. I don't watch them. Like, I think it's unfair. There, there was a lot of good episodes this season and alone. Yeah, they the did good work. They were always doing good work. They weren't, they weren't phoning it in. Like, mm-hmm. even if it wasn't, like, how can they be classic? How mm-hmm. can they be the ones you saw as a child that introduced you to comics? Like, I do want to see that 90 show, though. Someone, it, I saw an article that on one it. was really that one is Offensive. maybe my least favorite. I know. Like, that's why I want to I see I think it. it has to be. And like, I can tell you why it's good and you're wrong. <laughs> Devil's I'm an, advocate. I'm an internet commenter. Devil, yeah. All right. You know what? Uh, since we talked about Bob's Burgers earlier, like, I do want to say, like, uh, like, what is one of your favorite like licensed books? Yeah. Like, what, what licensed comics that created somewhere else that somebody else is drawing like what is uh, uh your favorite or I one of your recommended favorites? all the time crisis on infinite dark wing of crisis of in, crisis of infinite dark wings is mm-hmm. really really fucking fun so is the first volume the duck knight returns mm-hmm. but the other one crisis of infinite dark wings are dark wings from other universes coming in hundreds of them and all they are are parodies of everything there's a tron dark wing there's a harry <laughs> potter dark wing it's it is a fucking delight if you love Disney shit or if you if you love anything the um, the how good those Darkwing uh, Boom books are fucking fantastic. That's great. Uh, and then I'm gonna you go know, with another Boom book, which mm-hmm. is uh, the what's well, actually a combo of them. The um, the adventures, uh, the Adventure Time ones are just good. Like mm-hmm. they're just straight up good all the time. Like even Eisner winning good, really? but. There are some, so there was the um, uh, Fiona and Cake mm-hmm. miniseries that was drawn by their, their creator, Natasha Allegri, who then would go on to create Bee and Puppycat. And now the first couple issues of Bee and Puppycat, the comic, mm-hmm. also drawn by Natasha Allegri, are out. And that beyond the, beyond the pilot, these are the only other Bee and Puppycat things that exist, and they're by the creator, so they are canonical. So it's just like huh. this interesting. You're in the bee and puppy cat world. Do like, you have any issues with that around? I think only two. Okay. I got I got one as a Kickstarter backer. Nice. Uh, but yeah, that those are those are both worth looking up. I also read one that just feels like it will be a co- a, a cartoon at some point, but it's this Go comic watch. called Lumber Janes, which is oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's for kids. Like mm-hmm. it's a, well, it's not for kids, but it is a kid more kid friendly comic. But then also that it's all girls in the comics, mm-hmm. girls of different like types and styles and ethnicities and all that. And the two of the girls in the group, they're just gay. Like they're they're a couple, <laughs> but there's no like there's no statement of like we are a gay couple, we are lesbians. Like they just they are usually seen hugging each other or they take it very seriously when one or the other is in danger or they're holding hands. That's weird. And it's just like 
It's not stated. It's it's the statement is how little of a that statement it is. Only reminds me of the news that uh, Peyton Ward of Adventure Time has stated officially that Pendleton Ward, Pendleton Ward, sorry, uh, that Marceline and Princess Bubblegum have dated in yeah. the past. That's I would think if they've lived for like two thousand years, it's, like why it, wouldn't <laughs> at some point eventually like, you get through everybody and you don't want to be married? Um, yeah, it's just that like that's very clearly a kid show on a kid's network like it's such a fucking ballsy thing to say and like it's one of those things I never say this didn't say it when Obama was elected uh, I never thought I'd see the day where that was mm. cool in a kid's comedy I had, you know, and I'm against it. no I'm, I'm not I interested. liked hearing them stated as facts because like yeah. I had seen you watch episodes you're like this is barely under underlying fact like they clearly like they have this history together they seem and it's a history that seems more than friends mm-hmm. like of just Marceline talking about how how she like is making fun of Bubblegum but it's like this playfulness and then also like they're but then there's sometimes of just like no, let's cut the shit like we let's come on let's help each other out yeah. there was also like the the one that was just like this is clear they dated at some point was when Bubblegum is like sleeping in Marceline's shirt like that's mm-hmm. that's something <laughs> that's something exes do like that is an that's that is clearly yeah wow that's really I, well, I haven't seen as much of the show okay as well there's I do one, know yeah. that they depict uh, a dog and a unicorn in coitus and that's not cool there is one where it was uh, the, the there was an implied one where it, well, have you seen the one uh, oh, now I can't remember the name of it but it was where um, the uh, the one who keeps making apple pies uh, the the elephant that keeps making apple pies yes he's in the original first episode she, gets killed yeah that uh, that she falls in love with a pig and then when they kiss it grosses everybody out and then like it becomes this forbidden love and then it's them overcoming their forbidden love and just like the statement is like hey society just because you don't like it doesn't mean that they can't be in love like let them have it and it was just this funny statement they were making that they were doing it through having no, the elderly an elderly uh, elephant woman making out with a pig guy and the pig guy was voiced by Ron Lynch of I love of, of home movies oh. uh, it's, it's, it's a grown up Paul Ryan it's great alright so that's uh, so yeah the question of the week what's your favorite licensed book if we've asked this before I apologize we've done over a hundred of these sometimes you forget but answer it again maybe you have a new answer this time exactly or new listeners answer please yeah uh, in the forums on lasertimepodcast.com and now it's time for the plug section which you are commanded not to skip yes uh, this week on laser time we're all about when actors sing vanity projects from celebrities uh, you have not lived until you've heard Jim Carrey cover the Beatles uh, we got some Ugh. John Lithgow in there the Bruno uh, oh, yes, some Bruno. Definitely some Bruno. Uh, and, Jesus, those Eddie Murphy songs. God, I love them so much now, unironically. Yeah, Rick James, I, like, he was he did, a good... Yeah. He's not a bad singer. Was Shaq on there? Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, the most nice criticism we're getting is, like... And it's so fucking weird. You guys need some people on, of color on the show. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, tell me why. There are so many better songs on the Shaq Diesel album. Like that's the, that's the first time we get the criticism. And I I quoted back to somebody I'm like there are a billion reasons we need more people of color on the show. Mm-hmm. None of them are to find deeper cuts off of Shaq Diesel or any of the other. The <laughs> uh, would be good. We we should we should. It's just because uh 
I don't know when. <laughs> yeah. In San Francisco, and I'm from Florida. Like, that takes me back to the that. T- t- well, it takes me. That reminds me of two jokes. One mm. that Dave Chappelle did from, at his Fillmore concert, which. Mm. Uh, which he did in 2003. He lives here. I'm going to try and track him down. That he said, like, boy, all you people in San Francisco, you're all such happy motherfuckers. Yep. Well, I know why that is. Because you put all the black people on the other side of the bridge. Yes. Like, I, I, it sounds bad every time I say it, but, like, I have worked with two black dudes in San ever. Francisco. Ever. Uh, in Florida, 50-50. It, yeah, it, I it, would in, say in, ja- in, in Orange Park it was about that. Cut. Well, just of all, it was... Like I feel like it was like forty percent white people mm. and then sixty percent a mix of ethnicities. It's a very very white city. But then Asians, and then, I have no excuse except that the ones I know don't want to come on the show. And then the other joke I think of that is is from Seinfeld where mm. George was saying he didn't have any black friends and he was bemoaning that fact. And then Jerry mm. says, "Well, you know, beyond us, you don't really have any other beyond <laughs> us. You don't have <laughs> any friends." That's, like, that's the point. Like. I have I have you guys and people I grew up with in Florida. I have made no friends outside of work in Tallahassee, and San Francisco. Period. Uh, but all right. But yeah. So speaking of which, I have to call my friend a boss who's a Tanzanian. That's African. Anyway. Whoa. Yeah. Oh. Boy, how exotic. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Yeah. So that laser time seems like a barn burner. Uh, one of the like best of it classics. is. And, like, like I'm really like normally we have stuff planned out and things written. I don't this week. Mm-hmm. We kind of uh, I blew you a bunch of it. it. It took a lot out of me to try and get all the Simpson streams working. Mm-hmm. One of them which did not. But I do want to plug uh, the YouTube page which we just revamped so everything is easier to scroll through. If there's anything you've ever been curious about, you'll just all you have to do is go to YouTube.com/slash/LaserTime Network and just it's all there. You can. You've done a lot of great streams. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of great streams. The best one recently was uh, Michael uh, demanded people by popular demanded people. Oh, Michael Friday pushed Night it. Fright, uh, yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's. Five Nights at Freddy's. It is an experience, and you can see uh, Michael scream so loud we almost uh, had to about like I thought someone was going to call the police. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, and let's see, yeah, so VGA, Video Game Apocalypse, definitely listen to that every mm-hmm. week. Same with VG Empire, the music show. Yeah, there's a, a new episode of VG Empire came out last week, and it's all, it's, I think Tim Turry is on it. Uh, I think yes, I'm yeah. on it. Yep. Uh, yeah. It's, but it's really cool. It's, if you're into old games, the West didn't get a bunch of that, but after, the Nintendo was so successful and uh, existed so long in Japan, they had special chips capable of special music and music from games you may have had but never heard in America. You didn't hear the Japanese versions. You didn't hear the songs. Japanese versions, which are are enhanced in really interesting ways. It's a very like good on Elston for doing that. It's a really cool episode, and it's the it, like there's no other way to really showcase that outside of a podcast. And I was so happy about it. And of course, there's cheap podcasts. Not too long ago, we had our SummerSlam episode. Probably have another new one one of these days pretty soon. Uh, though I hear Raw has been awful the last two weeks, like really bad. Uh, no Dean Ambrose, so of course it's awful. What happened to Dean but, Ambrose? Uh, he's filming a movie. He's he oh, got God. cast Marine in a Six. WWE film, and so he's filming a movie. I always wondered how they did that. Uh, they just write you off TV for a month, and then you come back. Put you on a motorcycle. Uh, but yeah, well, this is cheap podcast territory. Yeah. All right, so that's it for this week. Again, the forums, lasertimepodcast.com, all that stuff. And until next time, Excelsior! Excelsior.